Welcome back to Memory Jogger on the Rediscover the 80s podcast. Thanks so much for being here. You've got Jason and, of course, Wyatt is here. I am. Thanks for listening to us once again on our Mystery Memory Jogger. How you doing, mm-hmm. Jason? Doing pretty well. I uh, had a pretty good week. Uh, kind of tiresome at work, but uh, glad we got to find a little time here on the weekend and knock another episode out. I know we were a little bit late. We had been releasing on Mondays, and it might work out better that we record on Sunday night, so uh, I need that Monday to put everything together, and maybe we'll start releasing more on Tuesdays just to give us a little bit more time, but how you been, man? Good. Started a new job. Uh, well, new same job, new position type of thing, mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting. It's all interesting work. I'm a systems engineer is my title. But mm-hmm. I went from basically paperwork designing and reading over specs and engineering diagrams to now the research. So I'm doing the, the back end even further before we even develop the stuff. We got to mm. see if it's plausible. It's funny because this stuff hasn't, in theory, hasn't really been invented yet. So we're trying to <laughs> build something new while in improving the process to boot. So it's, cool. it's all interesting. But um, yeah. That's work, but otherwise, life is five kids, and the other one turns, my oldest turns 10 tomorrow, mm-hmm. and it's it's still, um, you know, I'm sure you can appreciate that. You're sitting there going, man, I just had you 10 years ago, and now it's 10 years. So <laughs> Yeah, blink of an eye, man. That's it. They grow like weeds. So glad the new job is going well. I've always enjoyed research. You know, I kind of think of myself as more of an 80s historian nowadays where, you know, we have these memories that we are trying to, you know, recall and run down a few dreams or daydreams, maybe (laughs) as uh, Tom Petty always greets us with at the beginning and end of each episode. But um yeah, I've always enjoyed just uh, building off those memories, and that's kind of what we do with this show, where we try to remember what we can, and then we go out and do the research. We pull up the Google machine, as I say, and and try to track down even more information on the topic. But this has been fun. Really appreciated uh, everybody that's been uh, in communication with us. Didn't see uh, any comments from our episode last week on the uh, educational toys, but that was a fun journey. It was, but I thought you uh, had someone chime in about my uh, my impression. Oh, yes. Yeah, that was our buddy Chad. Chad, uh, uh, well, I went over to uh, Headliner, which is an app that can uh, pull out little what we call audiograms, little videos that will, uh, you know, pull in some audio from the podcast. And I did that this week and he chimed in, I believe, over on Twitter that uh, your impression there of the see and say little toy was uh, the best thing he had heard that day, or I don't know, oh, something, something to that effect. But well, he enjoyed can, it as much as I did. I'm glad I can be impressive. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. So, yeah, anytime you want to reach out to us, doesn't have to be necessarily on the last episode, but if you're, you know, catching up, want to get your thoughts in on a previous topic that we pulled. Of course, we are on Twitter at RD80s at InfamousWB. We're over on Instagram. I'm at Rediscover the 80s. Wyatt is at Bloom Wyatt. Mm-hmm. 
And of course, we discovered the 80s on Facebook and uh, of course our website as well. We've got comments there and we post the show up there if you uh, follow the feed for the website. So are you ready to uh, randomize here and, and get our category this week? I am. No All strike. Right. No strike. <laughs> here we go. Let's see what we get this week. Superheroes. Ooh, okay. So uh, this can go in a ton of different directions, but I guess maybe the question I would pose to you to start would be, when did you start uh, or, or recognize the whole universe of superheroes and having superpowers? Probably Saturday morning cartoons, but um, I, I vaguely remember, was it Spider-Man and his here his friends or something uh -huh. like that it his amazing the, friends yeah yeah it had the fire lady i don't remember her name and the ice man fire star and ice man yes yeah, yeah. and i always like i i, I like spider-man but i thought spider or ice man was kind of cool because he always slid around like <laughs> on his own roller coaster type track kind of like what what now disney i swear they stole it from him um freeze from the incredibles they uh -huh. kind of do the same thing yeah um I'm like, come on, that was invented a long time ago. Um, <laughs> Two iconic but, voices there, too. Yeah. Spider-Man, Dan Galvason, who has been at RetroCon, also did uh, Bumblebee on the Transformers. That's right. And then Iceman was uh, Frank Welker, Megatron. I forgot about, yeah. I forgot and, about that. And uh, Fred from Scooby-Doo. <laughs> He's more of the Fred from Scooby-Doo voice there. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, that was a fun show. Uh I remember watching that and I remember watching Super Friends, which was the whole Justice League there. Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern. Uh, Is that they that threw what they in called it? Super I, Friends. I've, I've been mm -hmm. trying to figure out that because I remember the Hall of Justice. And I remember it being yeah. a big to do, but um I never I always thought it, they, I always thought it was the Hall of Justice. I didn't think it was Super Friends. They went through a, a few different name changes over the years because it wasn't I think consecutive seasons and it started out as super friends. And then it was like challenge of the super friends. And I don't know, that might've been a, a different name for another season, but I mainly know it as uh, super friends and all of the, and Aquaman, you know, the, and the criminals were always great too. And just uh, fun stories and just learning about what these people can do, you know, super strength and, you know, Batman really didn't have a superpower, but uh, he was cool and had all the gadgets, you know, in the Batmobile. That's it. Uh, Wonder Woman had the invisible jet and the, the lasso of truth there that could tie anybody up and get them to spill their guts. Green Lantern that could fly and Aquaman, of course, that uh, everybody jokes about could uh, talk to the fish and ride on the back of some. Uh, seals or dolphins <laughs> yeah. <laughs> seals yeah dolphins anyway i don't know just a fun world i think that was probably my first exposure as well i do remember watching the spider-man live action show that was from the 70s kind of in reruns i would you know, say i don't ever eight. remember seeing that I did not mm -hmm. know that was a thing. I mean, I've seen it obviously in the. Uh, yeah, it was very short lived. Uh, I, I want to say maybe two seasons at most, but 
that and the Incredible Hulk TV show. I remember watching that oh, in yes. reruns. Oh yeah, uh, and that was a you know kind of a fun show to. He turned into the Hulk. He got those green eyes, you know, and then he'd go and throw some dumpsters and tip over cars and do whatever else, go crazy right. on the town. And that was a long running show. It but was. Uh, that was an awesome show. I think the one that probably impacted me the most, probably you too, I would say, mm-hmm. was the 1966 Batman show. Right. And that was on our our favorite show or favorite channel, rather, WPXI out of New York, of all things. Mm-hmm. But, you know, cable was still in its infancy for us. So we were getting teleported, if you will, from New York to central Pennsylvania <laughs> and That's watching right. Batman, which I had never seen before. So for me, that was brand new TV. Didn't realize yeah. it was the 1966 when it was 1982 or whatever it was. <laughs> yeah, right. But we made, I know I was always late because I think it started at three. So we yeah. were like making mad rushes <laughs> to try to watch the last 22 minutes of it or whatever it was, you know, uh-huh. on um, in front of the tube before dinner, playtime or whatever it was, homework. Yeah, I, I love that. that was, to see like, I mean, you're, you're a kid. So you see the fire coming out of the jet engine, you know, even though it's just basically a blowtorch even not even that it's it's just you got the sound effects too you had to you know complete the whole right thought process it was so there. cool and watching him come in and sit on that turntable and spin the the batmobile around and you saw got the bat diamond in the background running the computer to the power mm-hmm. um how aunt harriet and never knew that you know, <laughs> they were out fighting crime or or um how freaking alfred he was all over the place how do you not know he's not working for the both same the same people you know it was the the comedy of yeah i loved uh, the episodes where uh bruce has to be somewhere and they get alfred in the outfit you know (laughs) the the costume i always thought was the funniest thing because it was usually from afar so you wouldn't see his mustache but uh, i don't know it seems like there was a couple episodes where he had to interact with someone and Either they didn't notice he had a mustache or it was kind of ridiculous, but I always thought that was funny. They they had an out, you know, in case they both needed to appear at the same well, place. At there the same was time. one time where, where Robin was, this is turning into a Batman episode, obviously, but you got, ba- <laughs> you got Robin who's not old enough to drive the Batmobile, but Alfred is. So you got the butler. I don't remember him actually wearing a cape or anything or any, any cup of cow to hide his identity. So again, you're sitting there going, okay, why is Bruce Wayne's butler driving the Batmobile? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think Bruce Wayne might be Batman. You know, <laughs> yeah. But obviously the two don't, two ideas don't collide there. Yeah. There were some fun villains on the show too. The penguin, the penguin and the Joker yeah. and the Riddler mainly and Catwoman. Those four were, I think probably in the majority of the episodes and sometimes they interacted together. I have the movie that they released where they got all four of them in there to, uh, for the story and and made a feature length movie out of it. But that's what I enjoyed too. They had some other, the actors of the time, you know, uh, was it egghead was Vincent price and Mm -hmm. the, uh, the Egyptian uh, King tut, was in once in a while and 
Uh, just uh, you know, using up all of those uh, comic book characters in the oh, show yeah. was fun, and seeing the uh, celebrities of the time, it was almost like the Star Trek: The Next Generation of its era, where <laughs> everybody who's anybody in Hollywood uh, had to has their Batman, had, Batman. Yeah, had their Batman episode, you know. Yeah, and I guess maybe that could be said about the original Star Trek show, but. Yeah, that was very influential, you know, in the afternoons, like you said, hurrying home to and we got the advantage of having the two episodes back to back because there was always a cliffhanger. So it would run for a full hour on WPIX and you got the benefit of just going right into the the concluding episode (laughs) right afterwards. So you could finish out that story and then you were back for the the next one but you know back in the day you were stuck until the following week to get the rest of the story that's right. so that's right we were lucky but superheroes you know this is so weird because we had the tv shows we mentioned uh we had some movies too that we'll probably talk about but i never really got into comic books you know, which was their primary <laughs> source of material, right? Uh, dating back to what the 30s, I guess. Um, but I don't know, did you ever pick up uh, superhero comics growing up? No. no, and like you, I was not into the comic books. I guess I just didn't know that they really existed, or I never really saw them as, as abundant or you know, mm-hmm. out in front of a magazine rack at Lightsingers or wherever. But I just didn't follow it. TV, we were the TV generation, I guess. So if it was on the tube, we knew that that was the gospel there for us, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it was or wasn't. So watching Superman and the the movies off of those. uh, Yeah. The, the, those were big. Those were, you didn't see, I mean, we were teenagers when the Batman movie with Michael Keaton came out. Right. To see, I don't think a Spider-Man movie had to even come out until we were in our twenties with, um, I can't remember his name now. Toby Maguire. Yeah. yeah Toby Maguire. Um, you got, like I said, you already said the, the incredible Hulk, you got that guy. I didn't know Spider-Man TV show existed, but then you got the oddball superheroes that weren't the comic book superheroes. You got the million dollar man, million dollar woman. Um, True. Those yeah. type of superheroes that they started adding into. I kind of, it's kind of a loose connection, but you think of Popeye. He was a superhero as long as he ate his spinach. <laughs> True, knock anybody's yeah. butt out. He had a little transformation there, like yeah. most superheroes do. But yeah, there was other ones around the time. I, I didn't even think of a Million Dollar Man, and I think it was Bionic Woman. Yeah, that's right. I had the superpower. Of course, uh, the Wonder Woman show, too. I that's remember true. that. I remember that. So yeah, I remember that. It's funny that mainly our interaction was with the live action shows of the time even, even the movies because i was big in the christopher reeve superman movies mm-hmm. which yep. i think the first one came out in 78 or 79 but superman 2 was really impactful where you got general zod and his goons that That's invade right. and there's that one scene of uh clark when he gives up his powers and he's in that diner and that dude just beats him up. And I'm like, how could he beat up Superman or why would he do that? I remember it being so impactful to me as a kid that it right. just like stuck with me for a long time. That's right. 
until he, you know, goes back and he gets his powers back and obviously defeats them at the end. But yeah, those move the Superman movies were pretty impactful. I remember those being excited to watch those as they came out. I don't think I ever saw them in the theater. I could be wrong, but when they were on cable or maybe even renting them, you know, along the way, those were pretty impactful. And then, yeah, Batman, the 1989 Batman movie was just huge. You know, you had this, they call it the summer of Batman. Right. And I remember having the, uh, the Prince song, on a cassette single taking that to boy scout camp that summer with my small little boom box that I smuggled in so I could listen to it there. And it was confiscated pretty quickly, but uh, that movie, I just, I couldn't wait for it was great and just ushered in, I think, or was almost the uh, between that and the Christopher Reed movies, the kind of grandfathered in all these Marvel movies now that we have, you know, but, it, you know, that was pretty big. And then on from there, of course, all the Batman sequels and eventually getting to Spider-Man. Because, uh, yeah, that was I want to say that was 95 or 96, maybe, maybe even later than that. Okay. When the first Spider-Man hit, because I think I was in my college years. In the late 90s, but uh Anything else? Yeah, I mean, I don't, we don't have we didn't have a comic book store in our small town. Uh, I don't ever remember like uh, my Buzzard's General Store in Curransville having comic books. They might have at some point, but I was too focused on probably candy and garbage pail kids <laughs> to notice uh, notice the comic books. But it's just weird how that. Missed us all together. We never kind of went to the source material, you know. Right, and that that could have been, you know, a couple factors. I don't know that um, we had essentially three big department stores in our hometown. We had Ames, Kmart, and then obviously we had uh, Lightsingers that we talk about, which was a local owned company. Mm -hmm. But yes, I don't recall in any of those. But again varying slightly off topic what do we go for if we went to the book section what do we typically go for puzzles like oh. little puzzles to go on a trip right you get those secret world or crossword puzzles oh uh, yeah yeah that's what i would go for so looking elsewhere for anything was not on the radar so if it was even blatantly obvious i i was tunnel visioned yeah. to go look for the puzzle books at least for i was so i just didn't see a comic book section if there was one i there might not have been it might have been something for us especially our area you might have to go to dubois or probably further to state college altoona that might have had a comic book store yeah and i don't remember any friends of ours in our circles at least not even having had having comics yeah so it just kind of missed us all together and i didn't start collecting books until i don't know maybe about a decade ago now so yeah <laughs> and i've only collected what you know, my collection started aside from you sending me a, a few here and there voltron and stooges and and uh, i think you sent me uh older masks mm. uh, versions i started really to support the cause of getting mask back so when mask had their short run mm-hmm. um, series here what about five years ago maybe yeah that i keyed in and went 
went and bought them. But again, I'm, I'm supporting the cause, really. Yeah. I, I'd leaf through it. I know you. we all had a roundtable, I think, with uh, Bill Ferris on them. And they were great. But again, you know, we're judging, at least I was. I'm looking for the original team. And I know it's not <laughs> the original team, but it's, yeah. you know. But so it was many... Totally, so many variables. And then they threw in the whole universe where... It's Transformers meets G.I. Joe meets Mask meets right, yeah. Care Bears and whatever else they want. To throw in there. <laughs> My Little Pony. Everything yeah. that Hasbro owns, yeah, they threw Pretty into much. I know I'm going a little far, you know, facetious there, but it seemed like they just really mixed everything in there. And yes, growing up as kids, we would have done that. But when you're looking at a TV show, this is, we're way off topic now, but when you're looking at a TV show, if it's Mask, it's Mask. Just uh-huh. mask. Leave everything else out of it. It's just mask. Same with G.I. Joe. Just leave Joe alone. Leave them do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Don't throw don't throw an optimus in the path. That's just not right. But again, <laughs> but when you're sitting down in your living room, you darn skippy. You got the Tonka trucks hauling optimus, you know, for repair. You got G.I. Joe yeah. shooting out, you know freaking thundercats over here <laughs> yeah we do Have it them all but, mixed together yeah yeah so i get why they did it but sorry homie don't play that in this game um so yeah we went off way t- tangent you got us on, on. <laughs> well you know back in the day all these shows really were tied to heroes role models and things we could look up to you know they put the would put the psas at the end of each episode yep. i'm trying to think they probably did that for super friends too but they probably did for super um, friends it was i think a, a requirement for the longest time but um you know uh they build up these characters to be larger than life and have mm-hmm. these powers like you some of you even said like even gi joe they're not necessarily having superpowers uh unless you get to the movie there with uh cobra law and all that craziness but Thundercats and uh, I don't know. You could throw in uh, Turbo Teen, you know, the right. guy that turned into the car. They came up with all these characters and shows. Pole Position almost was a a superhero kind of team. Well, and, there was all, if you want to play that card. I mean, all the good guy, bad guy stuff. So we're all superheroes in some form or fashion. But I'm looking right. at for the. I'm looking. I would define it as someone that has some. Uh, aside from Batman. Uh, you, you think about someone that has superpowers. So like mm-hmm. the million dollar man or bionic woman, those guys were infused with that. Inspector gadget could almost be part of that game. <laughs> True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Batman just had a lot of money and knew how to build gadgets, <laughs> but that was the cool part about Batman. He had all the flipping gadgets. I mean, yeah. and I always thought it was hilarious. You know, he whip out everything around his belt. So yeah, oh, yeah. we got the band of people. Well, let's get the bat shield out, you know, <laughs> and it folds into like, 50 pieces so it takes him half an hour to put it all together but it was hilarious because he carried his own shield yeah um that that kind of thing was always fun to watch yeah i enjoyed that as well and And incidentally incidentally uh spider-man came out in 2002 okay wow so we i was i knew it was kind of we were off i thought it was in the 90s but no i knew it was kind of somewhere in the 2000s i just didn't know what what part of the, the year yeah, I Batman's gadgets. I've always liked the gadgets, even James Bond, you know, that yeah. that kind of world. Batmobile and, was cool because it had gadgets too. 
Right. Yeah. Well, the vehicles, I mean, they, they infused the vehicles in there. Wonder Woman's jet. And yep. that was cool. She's invisible, you know, uh, <laughs> cloaking uh, device. Anyway, any other superheroes that come to mind you throw out there that you remember? I can't think of anybody that comes to mind. As far as influential, no. Um, I would say the top two or three is probably Batman was the biggest one for me. It's kind of a, a toss-up if it would be Superman or or even the Incredible Hulk there. Because I, it was funny to see it, it it was caused by an experiment at least that's what the storyline was in the in the live action so to see him you know having to keep his cool mm. and then all of a sudden just something gets him wrong and you get Lou Ferrigno all greened up and he's going to whoop up on someone so that was always fun to watch too because you got to see him lose his cool and be this green monster but then you know there was that softer side of him you know the, he would someone would try to calm him down or right whatever else but superman was kind of cool because you know he kind of had the fun with him you know he had the x-ray vision you got the he could fly everywhere he wanted to the laser eyes and and that (laughs) was that was always fun what i never got was when they started introducing like and then this is the toy stuff you got the superman car well if superman's fast enough (laughs) faster than it's being bullet the car's gonna slow him down (laughs) yeah no kidding he needs kit (laughs) Anyway. Did you ever have the any of the toys, the action figures, the superpowers line, and all those that they did in the early eighties? And any the, any of those come in your toy box? No, the only superheroes that I had, I didn't even have a Batman. I had, I have to get it here. It's a, it's a Batmobile from back in the, geez, I don't know when it was made. I'd have to look at it. It's a plastic one. It's all hard. You know, there's the characters don't come out, but it has like a blue. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a blue, kind of like a torso and above mm-hmm. uh, figure of Batman, and I think it's red for Robin. Yellow interior. There isn't much to it. It's it's just a really a, a play car. But that I you know I drove that all over the place as part of my play toys, whatever I did. But I didn't have any any type of character by any means. Did you? I think I had picked up the uh, Ertle put out a line of uh, Batman uh, Batmobiles and things when the 1989 movie came out. And I think I had one of those, but uh, since then I've collected a few. <laughs> Batman, so I since then, yeah. yes. Batman has been my, my go-to. And uh, after my boys got into Hot Wheels, uh, or he, well, Jackson when he was younger, four or five years old. So that's a decade ago. Um, <laughs> we were in the toy aisle all the time at Toys R Us or Walmart and collecting Hot Wheels. So I thought I'd go back and start collecting Batmobiles. I thought that would be fun. So I probably have somewhere between 50 and 75. Batmobiles from Hot Wheels oh, wow. and various others. The I've gotten some of the bigger ones that they have out now that are like four or five dollars a piece. That's based on the old '66 show and all eras of Batman. The two that I just picked up were uh, the 1930s or 40s Batmobile based on the comic book, and then the brand new one for the Batman 
that just came out. Uh, I picked up those two Batmobiles recently, but yeah, I kind of went overboard for a while and I uh, still have them. I don't know. I might uh, sell them off one day, but I have gotten some out just to, for display purposes. And a big part of that is, uh, you know, the Batman 66 world. I've got a few of those figures and uh, from all eras, really. But yeah, I never had them, never had those action figures as a kid. I was just so hooked into He-Man, G.I. Joe and Thundercats mainly all those years. Then they all played together, but uh, never, never got a Superman or, you know, Batman along the way. So anyway, let's just uh, end the show and what are superheroes or what superheroes are in your world today? Have you gone through like the Marvel movies or uh, any of the, did you go and see the new, uh, the, the latest Batman, any of those hit you or any of the TV shows? Um, we did a kick here about a year. Uh, Julie found all the, how the movies line up the, the, the Marvel world lines up. So we watched, I didn't watch every one of them, but we did watch like in sequence. So whatever yeah. that turned into being like, it was, it was Iron Man. And then it was, you know, the chronolog Yeah. Chronologically. Yeah. So that's yeah. how it played out. And I've watched a lot of it and it was incredible what they did. Obviously the, the CGI is far more impressive than back in the day, but <laughs> right. That was really impressive to see all the characters and I've come to like Iron Man really because of the gadgetry. It's not really mm-hmm. that he does anything or he's kind of a um, Bruce Wayne. <laughs> he is, but he's kind of a jerk. The character himself yeah. that he plays yeah. is kind of a know-it-all jerk, you know? Yeah. But I've liked his gadgetry and, and, and how, you know, he has what, 70,000 whatever suits and the one, <laughs> yeah, uh, the one movie I can't remember now but he's jumping from one suit to the next to the next to the next I'm like dude and then he implodes them all I mean but that was I like Iron Man in that realm but we've gone through all of them we haven't seen the latest Spider-Man nor have we seen I haven't seen the latest Batman I think I was still part of the Christian Bale Mm-hmm. Batman's. I haven't even. I don't think I've watched the. Oh, what's his name? Oh, he's now hooking up with uh, Jennifer Lopez again. Um, oh, Ben Affleck. Yeah, I haven't even seen that one. So I'm I'm a few yeah. Batman's uh, re, re, you know <laughs> removed, but I liked the Christian Bale story. The thing is, they get too again. They go with the dark image. Mm-hmm. I liked Michael Keaton's Batman. It took me a while to get used to because I'm comparing, obviously, from freaking Adam West. So Adam West was he was the canon there for Batman's for me anyway. Mm-hmm. So seeing the Batmobile, even though it was really cool, was also like that's not the Batmobile. It's not the Batmobile. Come on, it had to be the Futura. Come on, it's not um, <laughs> that but, game uh, that they have at like Chuck E. Cheese. Have you ever played that? Yes, which is the, I want one all of the Batmobiles. You could be the future, the Tumblr, the you know eighty nine, and we did that oh on gosh. our road trip to forty. And I, that's and right. I was, yes, it was there. Yep, and we were. I think I did a little spiel about how it, how it felt or worked or drove, uh-huh. and I, I would cling to the Futura, the you know the sixty six, but it felt like you were literally being thrust. 
with the jet engine. So steering was almost non-existent in that car versus if you got the tumbler, right. the Christian Bale one, it seemed to actually turn, at least turn far better. So that <laughs> was the more big favorite. bulky tires in the back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, to go back to the original question, what mm-hmm. what's in our wheelhouse of what's the latest? It would be the Marvel world is probably the latest, but we haven't kept up on and again, this has only been about two or three years ago, but I haven't kept up on the Batmans. Mm-hmm. Um, how about you? What's your latest? Well, I, I'm still in the superheroes, <laughs> or at least uh, superheroes are still in my world. I have seen the latest Batman movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, it was three hours long. I was dreading going into it, but it went really quick to me. I was really glued to the story and. He works. It's different. I mean, it's more of the detective kind of Batman, probably more so into the early comics. You know, he's working more with the police force than being this like vigilante. And I thought it was really good. Uh, I was excited to see the new Batmobile in the movie and wish they had more scenes with it. But what they did use it for was great. So uh, I've enjoyed what I, I, I need to watch it again before I start placing it in like my all time list. Cause I'm kind of like you I 89, as far as movies go, 89 is still my favorite and kind of the bar, but I enjoyed the series too from 1966. So a lot of those fun elements, it, it just seems to get darker and darker and darker and darker. And this one's kind of dark as well. So not maybe as dark as, the Christian Bale ones, uh, the, uh, you know, Batman versus Superman and the justice league and all that. I watched all of those and that, those are really dark too, but I don't know. There's a part that the, the comedy of the, the old show and the villains being really outrageous. I enjoyed, I guess that more than, uh, what they've kind of done in the last decade or so and the Marvel ones there's I'm with you. I love Iron Man. Iron Man's my favorite movie of the whole shebang. And even the ones where they combine the, you know, the Avengers movies and, uh, and all that, those were, those are really fun to watch popcorn movies, which you would say, you know, going to yeah. the theater and enjoying them with your friends. And I've watched some of this TV series too. I did like the, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I thought that was a really good story, continuing the, the what the movies kind of created. And I've dabbled into some of the other ones. I've watched the new, what is it, Moon Knight uh, that they just released on Disney Plus. That's kind of an interesting one. I watched uh, the um, uh, shoot the the bow and arrow guy. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Is it all Hawkeye? Yeah, that guy. Hawkeye. Yeah, I, I watched Hawkeye. I thought that was pretty fun. So I like these little and the same with the, what they're doing with Star Wars. They're kind of building off stories and creating these shows. And I like that style, I think, maybe even more than what they're doing with the movies. But it gets to a point now, too. Like I watched the newest Spider-Man, the uh, multiverse Spider-Man or whatever that they put together and it was out there and there's 
I don't know. I get to the point where I'm like, okay, Marvel, I'm done. I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm done with you. You're just dragging me every movie. They're dragging you into the next one, you know? And I feel like it's just so tied. They're, they're just bringing in characters to bring in characters. And then they're just trying to build a story to get you to watch the next movie. And I like some of the earlier ones, like the original Iron Man, I thought were nice, just one-off stories. Instead of trying to, well, we got to get to, uh, we got to introduce Captain America and then we got to introduce Thor and then we're going to have this big movie and they got this whole plan planned out for decades from now. And I'm, I don't know. I enjoy more of the movies that aren't, don't have so much of that tied into them, you know, but that's just me, but I'm still watching them. So that's it. they got me hooked and <laughs> My boys have kind of gone back and forth over the years on superheroes. Uh, my middle son, Jameson, who uh, will be turning uh, 15 <laughs> in a month, said, I want to go see the new uh, Doctor Strange movie on my birthday. I said, OK, I'll take you. So they're still watching them. So I'm watching them. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the superheroes are great. And. Uh, yeah, it's just so weird of talking to people that have been comic book fans for since they could read or <laughs> look at pictures and weird how we just, it just totally missed us all together as kids and just came to us through, uh, media like, you know, TV and movies. Right. Wow. That's been fun. Yeah. Yeah. So we're interested to hear your take, uh, those of you listening to us and, what introduced you to superheroes? Was it comics? Did you get a comic in your hand and then start seeing them on uh, Saturday morning or on the big screen and, and and going that route? Or maybe you grew up in a small town like us that didn't have a comic shop or maybe only had access to a little spinner rack at your local Ames or Kmart, which we that was probably all that we had uh, had we been looking Right. So we'd love to hear your comments on that. Yeah. Well, thank you again for joining us here on Mystery Memory Jogger. And again, as always, we welcome your comments and suggestions on whatever you got. If you got some uh, show topics, please, we welcome them. Please visit us at rediscoverthe80s.com or any of our social media outlets as RD80s. Once again, thank you. And on behalf of Jason, I'm Wyatt. And we welcome you to join us next time on another episode of Memory Jogger.